the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the state president and CEO of the California African American Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses. And I said all small businesses. We help them start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. To get in touch with your local Black Chamber of Commerce, go to blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. My guest today. Oh, I got a star-studded guest today. Oh, Mr. Miles Lawson. Man, you're going to hear that name, and I knew it. Now, he's, he's doing some fabulous things. I'm going to let him tell you about it, but he didn't come by himself. He had to bring this guy by the name of Albert Wright. And when you hear about <laughs> Albert Wright, oh, my goodness. So I want you to get ready because I am going to ask them early in the show what they do and how people can get in touch with them, because I know you may be driving or, you know, listening to the radio. And so we want to give you an opportunity to put that stuff down twice. So I'm going to welcome Miles Lawson and Albert Wright to the show. How are you doing, Miles? I'm doing doing really good. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. And I'm just going to say hi to this other guy for a minute because I know this guy. You know, every now, every now and then, Miles, they say I interview the rock stars of Silicon Valley. Well, this is a rock star. Mr. Rockstar Albert Wright, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, Carl. I love that introduction. <laughs> and it's great, it's great to uh, uh, meet you also, Miles. Can't wait to hear uh, some of the fantastic things that uh, you are doing and creating. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I, I want to hear about what you've got going on as well. Seems like you're <laughs> a fellow rock star in the room. <laughs> Mutual admiration. And that's exactly what it should be. But, Miles, you're going to go first, Miles. I'm sure our listeners are saying, Carl Davis, why did you bring Miles onto your radio show? So, Miles, tell us a little bit about who is Miles Lawson. Just tell us. Yep. Well, Miles Lawson is a, you know, tried and true designer. I love design, everything design. Uh, I've been designing, I guess, right, right since I was a youth. My mom, you know, working with Legos and everything like that. And tried and true today. Now I'm doing, you know, different programs with, uh, you know, advanced computer programming and different things like that to get different visuals and video work and, you know, a little bit of 
everything. So that's what Miles is. <laughs> well, well, you know, Miles, designing, you know, that is a gift that even our chamber, as a matter of fact, I guess I'm going publicly saying, Miles, if you want to design something for our chamber, we may need to work with you on our intern program and see how we can, you know, position it in some way and, and possibly, you know, uh, pay you some money too. So it's all about making money. Yeah. I know you're in, co- you're in college, right, Miles? Yeah. Yes, sir. What school? Yeah, University of Oregon. And what year are you at? Uh, this would be the, like the three and a half years right now. So, Oh. Pretty much senior, going to graduate. Wow, you're getting ready what to graduate. Wow, man. So let me ask, the natural thing is you've been designing so well. What are you going to do after you graduate? Um, the current plan is to try to set up uh, the infrastructure of like a design firm. So that way I can have people come to me and I can build a whole team and kind of make like a, a legacy in a way where I have like a, a business and maybe have it be automated. I'm working as a creative director or, you know, hands-on for specific clients here and there. Cause I'm already doing, you know, good a deal of client work here and there. So that that's the current plan right now is to either be part of a design firm or start one. Isn't a hey, Albert, isn't that amazing that the chamber, that's amazing. the chamber would be here right now. So miles, I'm seriously saying whenever, whenever this is over and, uh, and we know your mom helps out and sits on the board and stuff. But I think we want to connect you with our chamber because, one, we want to help you get started the right way. As I mentioned earlier, a lot of people in Silicon Valley, when you're talking about business, a lot of people think, well, okay, I want to start my business. Uh, oh, I need to get financing and I want to grow. The one thing that a lot of people don't spend a lot of time on is their exit strategy. And many times in Silicon Valley, your exit strategy may make you a millionaire. You're struggling while you got the business going and you're like staying up late at night, but you've done something so well that a Microsoft, an Intel, Cisco, Google comes along and say, we like what you're doing. And instead of them trying to recreate it themselves, they'll buy the company for you. So, so we're going to spend time and talk about that, but man, there's a guy up there that's scratching and itching and I know he's dying to say something. Man, <laughs> Come on, Mr. <laughs> Albert, incredible. Mr. Albert, Wright, Man, tell me a little bit about, or tell our, tell our audience a little bit about you because I know you from the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, but yes. a lot of people don't know what you do at LAM. So Albert Wright, introduce yourself to Silicon Valley. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Carl. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, last weekend maybe, or a couple of weekends ago, well, Carl and I were together along with Cherie and uh, quite a few uh, Black Chamber presidents in Northern California. And we were down in Bakersfield, California, mm-hmm. at a um, at a one of the one of the premier. I, I call the guy the commander mm-hmm. of Black Chambers, mm-hmm. right um, throughout the uh, the valley, Mr. Ali, and we were at his um, dinner. Probably three, four hundred people, individuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking the mayor of Bakersfield, some some uh, other politicians, and those who want to be politicians. We're in this meeting. And um, they were honoring Carl in this in this setting, and, and it was blowing me away because you know I've known Carl for f- f- quite a few years, and Cherie Lawson, and and these individuals. But Carl, they they mentioned Carl's name, and Carl got up to go to the podium, 
And this just came out of my mouth <laughs> as Carl was approaching the podium. Silky, silky, salty. <laughs> so every time they called, every time they called Carl's name, this, this music would play in my mind and out of my mouth. Silky, silky, soul singer. And I just couldn't help but to sing this throughout this whole, this whole hall. So, uh, so, so our, our R&B listeners, but they better know that, huh? Yeah, they, they better know that. Silky, silky soul, Brother Carl Davis Jr. But um, uh, to answer Carl's question, um, I've been with the uh, chamber for going on two years now, and um, I act in the role of the as the vice president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and the Silicon Valley um, Center for Entrepreneurial Development. And so I'm still learning my roles um, in these positions. But um, I'm an ex-Navy veteran, uh, served at NAS Moffitt Field for um, three years. And uh, I'm right now I'm down here in San Diego, um, right off of, uh, um, I'm looking out at, uh, what is that? That's the Midway. The uh the US wow, Midway. The US Midway. Yeah. yeah. Are, yeah, are you are you down there like in, by the lamp district? Uh yeah. yeah, exactly. By the lamp district. Uh, mm-hmm. Um I look out my window and there's an intercontinental hotel right across the street from me. Wow. Yeah. But um but the beautiful thing is is this uh Miles and uh, Bay Area, we have a program. Um it's a high tech vocational instruction program. Mm-hmm. And I'm, when I when I say that to you, Miles, I'm working with I'm working with a company, um, Design Visionaries. I'm working with its nonprofit. Design Visionaries is a design firm that's mm-hmm. been around for over 28 years, and we'll talk more about that, Miles. Even if we have to take that offline, and I want to take it offline, I work with its nonprofit, US Tech, and my company is c- called Infinite Potential, and mm-hmm. so. And so we're we're creating a, a space to help uh, send to to help mayor's offices to help mayor offices um, bring high tech high tech um, high tech vocational training jobs mm-hmm. to create interns in the African American. Um, Hispanic and communities of color to mm. give our youth opportunities as intern paid interns. Uh, and so that's wonderful. Over at Lamb Research, I'm a master engineering technician and inventor. I have been a creator all of my life. Um, even um, when I was in the Navy, I created systems and programs and, and inventions to make the jobs of the um, people who would utilize them much easier, work smarter, not harder. And so, yeah, always inventing things and uh, love hearing that come out of your mouth, a fellow create, uh, creative. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miles, well, Miles, I'd like to um, talk to you about a little bit more about you did something for what, the University of Oregon. So tell us a little bit about that, what happened and how it transpired. Most definitely. Um, I guess, uh, since I've been doing a lot of freelance work through, you know, my college experience and my high school experience, people have gone to, to get to know me and get to know that my work is uh, at a certain level. And so somebody recommended me to apply to the University of Oregon uh, Black History Month uh, design grant. And uh, 
I was like, you know, I'll give it a try. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know how in depth or what kind of level of, you know, I guess showcasing my work, it wouldn't be at, but mm-hmm. it, was, it was at a level that I wasn't expected and was greater than what I thought it was going to be. You know, um, <laughs> I, I applied, I got the grant almost like a couple of days later. I was really surprised. Wow. Uh, yeah. Then we really just got going and started the process, you know, draft after draft after draft. Um, you know, as a, as a designer, I'm pretty sure you probably know as well, Albert, or you, as an inventor, you go through like a bunch of different iterations and exactly. versions. Yeah. Yes. So, so yes. would you, so would you end up, would you end up coming up with, what did you do for them? So we ended up coming up with, uh, the theme was nuance, uh, Nior, which is like Nior, you know, like black in, in French. So yeah, the nuance of that. So, you know, trying to build it, a way to get everything kind of like succinct and get that idea across to people. So we kind of came up with like the theme, which was, uh, well, I came up with it, which was like, you know, different branches sharing roots, you know, there's different branches of people, especially black people, you know, we come from different places, but we all share kind of the same roots. And I thought that was like a powerful statement, something that, uh, you know, people could identify with in 2022. Uh, we went through that, got through, you know, the final version of the, of the design, Mm-hmm. Look up on the website. You can get the shirts now um, on the University Duck Store shop. How, how do you get them? I'm gonna, because we got about probably just less than a minute to go for this half. How do people get the shirts? Uh, give them like a URL or something or phone number yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So if you if you search the University of Oregon UO student, um, if you just search the UO Duck Store, mm-hmm. uh, UO dot or uodugstore.com, it should come up, and you might see a picture of me there with um, with the shirt. Might. <laughs> you will, you will I, see me on I, the main page, yep. I, I hope so. You know, Miles and Albert, you know, time just goes by so fast. You know, we're, we're at the end of our first half of the show, and I'm just so thankful that you guys would take the time out Black History Month. This is black history right here that we're creating with these people right here. Albert Wright and Miles Lawson. We're going to leave it right there. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. And now back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Welcome back. I'm Carl Davis Jr., President and CEO of the California African American Chamber of Commerce. And you're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. What a fantastic first half of the show. Albert Miles. I just love you guys. And when you talk about Black History Month, um, this is this is all about Black History Month. We have someone like Albert who's done some wonderful things with youth, and he's a master uh, technician at LAM, an inventor. And you got this young man, Miles, whose design skills and just 
you know, his creativity has won him a grant for the University of Oregon, and he's doing work there. I love it. That's accomplishment. You know, during Black History Month, you always hear about all the different inventions and people are digging things up. A lot of this stuff that even African-Americans didn't know because we were taught what history in a school that only told us things about, okay, um, you were slaves and here's what happened. You were brought here. And they never talked about all the accomplishments that African-Americans have made here in the United States, in every state. We at the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce at the time when I was there, we did um, an event called Blacks in Business, Blacks in Technology, where we recognized and honored African-Americans who made significant contributions to Silicon Valley that many people did not know. So I invite you to go to blackchamber.com and connect with the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. As I said, I'm now the state president and CEO of the California African-American Chamber of Commerce, and that's a state organization. I've been pretty blessed. I'm now the Western Regional Director for the U.S. Black Chamber of Commerce. So I have about nine or ten states uh, that are out here, and some states like South Dakota, (laughs) they don't really have a Black Chamber presence. But when you think about people like Utah, Colorado, Nevada, I mean, Alaska and Hawaii. I mean, this is this this world really has a chance. This country really has a chance to become and stay something very, very special. But we have our challenges and we are we as African-American people are not going to solve this ourselves. I don't think so. We need help and support. We need coalitions. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about coalitions because before I left the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, I had, I was able to be a part of an organization that we started, or really it's an association, a group of us came together on our own called the Silicon Valley Coalition of Ethnic Chambers. And that was comprised of the Hispanic Chamber, Vietnamese, Filipino, Chinese, and us, the Black Chamber of Commerce. And why is that important? Because that's how we're going to really solve our problems. We have got to build more coalitions. When you look at the NAACP, obviously they started from um, you know African-Americans coming together, Black folks coming together, but they opened it up to Jewish and all the other groups that came and supported the NAACP, and that's how it grew, and that's how it got strong. We have got to believe that the health of all our community, of all our communities, is dependent on each of our communities being healthy. The health of our country depends on all people inside of our country having hope, and we can make that happen. I want to pause for a moment and reflect on what recently happened. Uh, You may or may not follow sports, but Mike Tomlin is a black coach in the NFL. He's the only black head coach in the NFL. And a previous Brian Flores, a previous black coach for the Miami Dolphins was fired. And he had been the coach there for two or three years. He had three years, I think it was, but he had been, he got fired. And one of the things that was revealed was that the owner of the team wanted to pay him an extra hundred thousand dollars 
for every game that he lost because the owner wanted to get a high draft pick in the next year's coming draft. Brian Flores, a man of character, would not, would, would not agree to that. He took a Miami Dolphin team that I think started off one or six, one or seven. And at the end of, at the, end of the year, they had a, a winning record. What is that saying? That's saying this man of character, a great coach, motivated a team that probably didn't have as much talent as other teams and got that team inspired and almost made the playoffs. That man got fired. Why did he get fired? He was a great coach. So here's where the story goes. Mike Tomlin, a head black coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and Brian Flores talked and knew each other, and Mike Tomlin offered him a job with the Pittsburgh Steelers. That normally doesn't happen when a coach is, oh, he's suing the NFL. By the way, I didn't say that. It's a material fact. He's suing the NFL, and usually when you sue the NFL, you can bet you're not going to get a job working in the NFL, especially <laughs> until that suit is, is uh, decided. Mike Tomlin hired him because he's what? A great coach. Not because he's black, but he's a great coach. I say that because I think about diversity, equity, inclusion, and these are terms we always hear about. But at the end of the day, Corporate America, those who are hiring for employment in corporate America, they hire people they're comfortable with. And they who are not African-Americans themselves. So we need what to solve this? We need more African-Americans in these positions. But when the media paints a picture of African-Americans rioting, looting, killing people, that makes people uncomfortable that makes people think, well, I don't know, should I hire this person? And it's crazy. But I want to transition. I want to transition for the last couple of minutes of the show to solutions. I know some of the people who listen to this show are people that, yeah, we understand the plight or some of it. We'd like to know more about it, but we're about solutions. So I'm going to give my number out and then give, give it now and I'm give it at the end of the show. But for people to contact me directly. And they want to be a part of this solution for this. My number, direct number is 510-505-8818. That's 510-505-8818. That'll reach me directly. Because I want to talk about solutions. And some of the solutions, I believe, are things that we could do when we come together. With One, we talked about coalitions. Two, we talk about using technology. You know, education used to be the thing that people said, wow, that's going to level the playing field. Well, it's not just education anymore. It's education and technology. And as we go into things like what the government's going to do and how the government is going to protect its interests, our government needs to needs to invest in its own infrastructure. I know we have this thing about what's happening in the world today, and quite honestly, we know it. America is going to protect its business interests. And if its business interest is in Europe, it's going to protect that because there are wars that are breaking out in Africa all the time, and you never see anybody on the news talking about America is going to go over there and stop those wars. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I know we can go on and on and on. This is Black History Month. And all I want to say is the 2.5 million businesses in the United States that's African-American owned, we want to increase that. We want to increase opportunities for people to buy, sell, and trade amongst each other. And if you're interested in being a part of that, give me a call. I'm Carl Davis, Jr. I'm the current president and CEO of the California African-American Chamber of Commerce. And my phone number is 510-505-8818. And until we meet again, whether it's education, health, even politics or sports, it's all about business. Stay safe and stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.